Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Don't send me no distant salutations or silly souvenirs from far away. And don't leave me alone in the twilight. Cause twilight is the loneliest time of day. Over by the In the night, true colors show. If I had my way, I'd never get the urge to roam. But a young man serves his country, and an old man guards the home. Don't put me in a frame upon the mantle for memories turn dusty. What's up, everyone? Good morning. How's how's it going? Third time's a charm today on Morning Show. I messed up the YouTube thing again. Uh, big dumb idiot again. Thanks for hanging tough. Thanks for all the support in the YouTube chat. Just uh, something you got to deal with when you're dumb and your short-term me- shirt short-term memory blows. It's crazy. If you mess up the YouTube stream key, the whole program shits itself. I'm blaming the program. It's user error. It's all my fault. Good morning. How's everyone doing? Welcome to the morning show. It's bite-sized bits of everything I like. Music, geography, history, baseball, books. I think everyone that hangs out in the YouTube chat has given themselves the moniker The Morning Tourists because I wear the tourist hat sent to me by Mr. Moon. Uh, not Mr. Moon. Fuck. Not Mr. Moon. I can't believe I called him Mr. Moon. Not Mr. Moon. So, uh, the morning tourist, welcome to the show. I actually think that's kind of a cool name since we do go town to town every episode and, and visit different towns. So, uh, I don't think that's why it happened. Mostly happened because I wear the hat. But the morning tourist is a pretty good moniker. I like it. This episode of Morning is brought to you by Yes, Please. We reached out. We said, hey, I drink coffee every day on the show. You interested in sponsoring it? They said, yes, please. I don't know if that's exactly how it went with our sales department and them, but it it might be. It might be. It'd be funny if they just answered every question, yes, please, like Jim Carrey and Yes Man. Anyway, yes, please, coffee is a subscription coffee. They send you freshly roasted beans shipped to your door with zero fuss. You pick your own size. You pick how often you want them. You can cancel at any time. You can get just one month. We can drink coffee together. We can be coffee pals. Me, not Mr. Moon, all the morning tourists. We can just we can buy morning tourist mugs, and we just drink the coffee. Um, you get new and unique blends every single time. 
skip a shipment or cancel one every time so there's no large commitment there. Upgrade your morning with Yes Please. You can get 25% off your first order using discount code JOHNBOY. Go to YesPleaseCoffee, yesplease.coffee slash JOHNBOY uh, to check it out. P-L-Z-Y-E-S-P-L-Z dot coffee slash JOHNBOY, J-O-M-B-O-Y. JOHNBOY. Well, schmooze. Welcome to the schmooze. Miguel Andujar playing left. That's a very regional um, impression that I can't do it. Ooh, tough start from Adam on Periscope says, God, period, unwatchable, period, unlistenable, period, good luck. No period after the good luck. So I like that he left it uh, open-ended at the end there. And uh, thank you for stopping by, Adam. Be on your way. Enjoy the next thing you float into. Yes, please, coffee. Discount code JOHNBOY, 25% off. I'm going to chug the rest of this because the fucking Wirecast pissed me off. And we're done. That was the the band playing. They sing The Wait. You know that song. And uh, that's Twilight. I love that song. I heard it, uh, Nora Jones and her band Puss in Boots covered it with Mavis Staples at Newport Folk Festival. And I was in the audience and I enjoyed it. And uh, I really like it. So, cool. And we are off. Today on the John Boy Media Network, we have Talking Giants. They had an interview with Keenan. Uh, I'm gonna. He played for the Falcons. Um, in front of Michael Vick. I'm gonna blow his last name, but I listened to the whole episode today. Keenan for Keenan Keenan Keenan, Keenan Keenan Fournay, Fournay, not a football guy. But I listened to the whole interview because they, he's been working out with the Giants' first round pick. Uh, Thomas, and so they asked him about you know about Thomas as a as a player as a person, and then they asked him about like you know his life, and he told a cool Strahan story, which Giants fans are going to love. So go check out Talking Giants. Dallas Braden is on sequence again. I think he's breaking down uh, a little bit of his perfect game with Trev. Talking Nets had Chris Sheeran from the Yes Network, and laughs from the past is a little laughs today. A little laughs. Uh, little laughs are like 20 minutes long. They're just like quick hitter stories. And this one is all about how an acrobat survived the Hindenburg crash. Crazy story. This dude was a professional stuntman acrobat whose whole whole routine was hanging by his fingertips off of lampposts on top of skyscrapers because he needed to light his cigarette. So he had to climb the lamppost to get the... The, the fire to light his cigarette, obviously. And and then he's on the Hindenburg, and that thing blows up. And uh, he survives by hanging by his fingertips, trained his whole life to survive. His dog didn't survive, though, and that's sad. And I don't know why I mentioned it here. I apologize. But uh, then people thought that maybe he bombed the Hindenburg. So that's not good. Um, Sean Parcel said, heard the little laughs was fantastic. Thanks, thanks, Sean. Uh, and John Mojick Radio is coming up at 10 o'clock today. That's exciting. It's saying to me that the... Whoa, shut up, phone. Shut. Okay. It's saying to me that the stream is, is shaky, that it's going in and out. 
producer Luke has me going on to Twitch today as well, which obviously I don't know anything about Twitch, but there's a whole damn community there. So we set up a Twitch called John Boy Media Live. Every time we do a live show, no matter what the show is, we may be on there. I don't know. But now we're outputting to five different places, YouTube, Periscope, Facebook, Twitch, uh, and then we're recording it as well. So four places recording. So uh, if it's fucking up, just let me know. Good morning, everyone. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Like I said, that was the band, Levon Helms. I think on a way earlier episode, I did a little review of um, Once We're Brothers, the documentary that recently came out about a band. So I'm not going to repeat it, but I did talk about it at one point. The town today is Jekyll Island, Georgia. It is 79 degrees and sunny, and everyone there is having a blast being haunted. I have some info on Jekyll Island, Georgia. We got some inside sources from Braves Marla, part of Mansplain Baseball elsewhere, or I don't know who I was communicating with, one of the Mansplain Baseball elsewhere gals, but Bray, uh, but I think Marla's in Periscope right now, so hi, Marla, and if it was you, thanks for the help because I was tired last night, so I just reached out to them and I said, hey, tell me everything you know about Jekyll Island, Georgia. And here's what they said. It's not too much to do. There's like one gas station and a pier. There's a water park on the island. That sounds fun. There's a secret meeting, the Federal Reserve, and it's haunted as fuck. Very haunted. So I, you know, my girlfriend, girlfriend, she's my fiance now. She loves haunted stuff. So she's probably going to be way into that. I'm in and out on haunted stuff. It's frequently used as a filming location. X-Men, Legend of Bag of Variants. When I was in Savannah, Georgia, I found all the filming locations of Bagger Vance. I love finding filming locations when I go. There's a guy on YouTube who does that. He just goes to towns and finds, like, the filming location and then matches the, the shot from the movie with um, the film. There's some ASMR for you. I was going to find the shot. I was going to find the shot that I took in Savannah of the house that the little boys in Legend of Bag of Vance like walk out of, but I don't have the scene from the movie, which makes that a complete thing to show you. Otherwise, I'm literally just showing you, like, check out this house in Savannah, which is cool. It, and when we went to Savannah, it's supposed to be really haunted too. And when we went to Savannah, man... It uh, we went into some of the antique shops and like Katie's like, "Ooh, my chest got really heavy in there," so that meant it was haunted to her. And then I was like, "Well, my chest got heavy too, so am I haunted as well?" I didn't know that that's how it worked. I didn't know that's what it meant. Savannah's gorgeous. Okay, here it is. You guys won't understand this at all, but they shot Legend of Bagger Vance right in this area. So everyone. This is the exact shot, except there's not that car. There's another car, and the little kids are walking down, and they're about to go to the square, and we're panning back, and the kid's walking with his friend, and they're talking about Juna, the best golfer ever, and how he's going to beat Bobby Jones, and they're walking in the square, and they're talking, and they're talking, and then it pans to the little kid's dad who's sweeping the streets, and he gets really embarrassed, and he turns and runs the other way. So now you can relive that Bagger Vance moment when I filmed where it took place. I'm a fucking nerd. 
79 degrees and sunny in Jekyll Island. Jekyll Island seemed like a cool place. I didn't know. That's why I, I reached out to uh, Mansplayed Baseball Elsewhere because I was like, is this a classy island summer resort? Or is this, you know, is this Seaside Heights? Or is this um, Cape May? What is it, you know? They got a camp all the way down here. The beaches look nice when you go there, but it's pretty desolate. Oh, here's the water park. Always, always felt incredibly silly to me to be on an island like Lavalette or um, this place and have, you know, a bay, a strait, a pond, the ocean, but then need a water park. But I just, not a water park guy, I guess. Let's see what kind of slides they got here. Looks like they got a giant wave pool, which, a.k.a. also known as Go Get a Disease Pool. And then they got a kiddie pool, so that's just warm piss. Um, Lazy River. Lazy Rivers are the best. Being, like, 12 years old, being in a lazy river and not having a tube and sneaking around and, like, swimming under people and the lifeguards see you and you got to go underneath the water for as long as you possibly can so lifeguards don't see you because you, you want to chill without a tube. Lazy rivers, what a good time. Um, and then it looks like they got two slides. So pretty small water park on Jekyll Island. Taking up too much time with the wave pool. Get that wave pool out of here. So where's the haunted stuff? There's a there's a big house that's haunted. Oh, big golf course. Yeah, the whole middle is a golf course. You see that? Um, I was reading about the haunted stuff. And there's this one big mansion they built. The guy who had it, he uh, divvied it up when he lost it to his four kids. And then one of the kids bought out the three other kids and they built a big mansion there. He wanted to make it into a private resort island and then sell it. Finally did. State of Georgia owns it. If you're from Georgia, let me know. If you're Jekyll Island regular, let me know. Um, I watched this whole YouTube video called Strange Image on Jekyll Island, Georgia. And I was like, okay, strange image. Let's go check it out. And then there's no audio in the video which tripped me up because it seems, and they just put type in there, and then <laughs> this is the strange image. Did you see it? Here it is. So anyone that's just listening and not watching, it's uh, they say it's cigarette smoke behind her, and then they're attempting. They, they say, I love this shit, man. It's like uh, when you're, you know, you, you drink or you smoke for the first time as a teenager, and you look up at the clouds, and you make up shapes, and you're like, oh, that means something. Everyone should do it. They think it looks like uh, a guy riding a horse. I'm guessing this is the horse head right here. Like, that's the horse. No, I think that's the guy, which kind of looks like a pig. If this is the horse down here. No, 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 that's the horse. Okay, that's the horse head right there. It's a little horse ear. And I think this is the guy's head. And the horse is, like, up in the air, like, hee, that type of shit. I don't know. I don't see it. I think we can all see something. Something. I was just going to say, just had a brilliant idea, but it's definitely how it exists. Like, if you just go vape, and then you go to a cemetery, and then you just blow a cloud of smoke, and then you take a picture, 
and then you post it on hauntedcemeteries.com, and then you just make up whatever shape you can conjure from the cloud of smoke. I was like, that's a brilliant and easy idea. I can't believe no one's thought of this. And then I thought, that's exactly what people do. Like, this is, that's a business. It's literally one of the biggest businesses in, like, entertainment is faking haunted stuff. So if anyone wants to do that with me, we'll just go cemetery to cemetery. I'm not going to vape. You're going to vape. And then you're going to blow it. And then we're going to take a picture. And then we're going to be like, holy shit. Is that a guy holding his own head in the cemetery? Holy fuck. We'll post it on hauntedpics.com. And then uh, that's that. William Williamson, awful name, awful name, asks uh, if I'm gay, which I'm not. Engaged to my fiance. Solid question, though. Fair question. Uh, terrible name. Your parents named you Willie Willie. So how's it feel to have bad parents? That's mean. That was mean, and I take it back. Instantly. But if, if your birth name is Willie Willie, it's fucking weird, dude. What's up with that? Jekyll Island. More on Jekyll Island. Look at these trees. I think it's definitely, um, you know, plantations and stuff because it's, I mean, if we're being honest, it's Georgia. It's on the coast of Georgia. There's no way this wasn't built on slave labor, which is sad. And then there's like a shot of this, like tracing the history of um, whatever this place is called. And it looks like she's walking out of a plantation at one point. And it just is weird. Just weird to be like, ah, that's probably that. Not sure we should put that in the come check out the town video. But I don't know. No, I'm pretty firm on that. Don't put those in your check out the town videos. But the beaches look nice. So that's cool. Oh, yeah, I read there's a lot of turtles. Look at all those turtles. I mean, let that turtle down. Okay, they're fixing the turtle. Turtles aren't in their shells, guys. Turtles are their shells. I feel like that that quote, I run into that quote a lot. I feel like it's the new, um, you know, the bee population is getting decimated. Save the bees. I feel like the turtle shell awareness is at an all-time high right now. I see that a lot. You know, they're not in their shell. They are their shell. Maybe I follow one person on Twitter that just says that a lot, but I've been running into that a lot. The bee population. Anyway. And that's all I have to say about that. We're moving on to the best closer. In Japanese history, Eddie, I don't know how you pronounce his last name, Gillard, Eddie Gillard, fuck, how do you pronounce his last name? They don't even have the pronunciation on uh, Baseball Reference, but Eddie Gillard from Camden, New Jersey, what up, born in 1970, drafted, uh, his last game ever was in 1999 against the Yankees, we can check that out, he didn't last long in MLB, but he got there, so we're proud of him for that. That's probably a goal that he wanted to achieve really bad, and he did. So, Eddie, congrats. 
But something happened in Japan, and that's what I was interested in. This is the random player of the day. If anyone's just watching, it's like completely random. Whoever the player is, I got to try and find out something interesting about him. Um, in 1997, he came up with the Detroit Tigers. He was 26 years old. He got one save, appeared in 16 games. Uh, let's go look at his debut, and then we'll talk about his, the time in Japan. Um, first outing, August 11th, 1997. The Tigers lost. Probably no nicknames. Brian, Bobby, Travis, Tony, Bob, Damian, Phil, Phil Nevin, what up? Davey Cruz, Raul, Kevin, Eddie, Dan, Mike. No nicknames. Otis, Mariano, Jose, Joe, Carlos, Ed, Sean, Sean Green, Benito, Alex Gonzalez. All right. So he came in in the sixth inning. Eddie, our dude. Eddie, where are you? Okay. Wow. Joe Carter and Carlos Delgado hit back-to-back home runs off of Kevin Jarvis. So they got Jarvis out of there. And they bring in Eddie, who's making his debut, facing a guy named Ed. So... He got him to single. So I wonder if this is the first time an Ed faced an Ed in his first MLB at-bat ever and gave up a single. Gotta be the first. Gotta be the first. If not, we'll throw more stipulations on a Thursday in Detroit. Uh, Struck out Sean Green. And then got a foul pop fly and a foul pop fly. Whoa, look at this. Foul pop fly, first base to the catcher. So does that mean that he, the like his second out, the first baseman tried to catch it, it bounced off his glove, and then the catcher was there to, to make the scoop? Had to. That's kind of cool. I bet there's not video of that. But that's cool. Anyway, that's his first thing. So. No, that was the wrong button. I don't want to click that button. The The story that I read, his Wikipedia, said, where the fuck is that? I'm losing track of everything. All right, so it said he went to Japan, right? He's on the Shinichi Dragons. Um, he, made a, he had a total of 120 saves during his five-season stay. He, know, he is noted as one of the premier closers of the Chinichi Dragons history. In April 2003, he recorded his 100th save in only his 148th appearance. 100 saves in 148 appearances. The fastest in the history of Japanese baseball. However, the Dragons began to use Akinori Atsuka as their closer. Well, you got the fastest to 100 ever. He's dealing. He's pitching great. I don't think he was injured. And they just switched him out. What did he do? I think Eddie had to piss off a lot of people in Japan. They uh, he, So he complained about them not using him anymore, and they just put him on waivers. So I got a conspiracy brewing. I think there was some drama in Japan. Unless... I'm wrong, and he and he did just get awful. I wonder if they have do they have game logs for Japanese baseball? Um, do they? Game logs, registered batting, registered pitching. I don't think they do. 
No, he had a one seven. He had a one five two ERA and thirty four saves. And the oh, his ERA ballooned, but that was two teams. Yeah. So I don't know, Eddie. What's up? You're you're still around. You're young. Did you piss someone off in Japan? Did they not like you? He tried to come back. He signed a deal with the Rockies um, in like 2005, but never made it back up. But yeah, premier closer in Japan. That's kind of cool. Where do you find like minor league and Japanese stats? I'm on that page. I want to find, do they have, sometimes they, they have minor league game logs. But I guess they don't have Japanese game logs. Fuck. Anyway, I doubt a lot of people have heard of Eddie. Whoa, birth name Julian. And he's not from the South. Interesting. His name is Eddie. So. I'm not. Smokes. And that's all I have to say about that. Oh. I am so sorry. We're just going <laughs> to... We're just going to pivot. We're just going to collect ourselves. Just blew out everyone's ear. No one's happy about it. Talk about... Papa. Ernest Hemingway. The importance of being earnest. No, we're not talking about that, but we could we could talk about. I like the importance of being earnest. It's funny, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about Ernest Hemingway, the old man and the sea. I feel like the old man and the sea gets a bad rap because it's it's on one of those lists that I think they make you read in high school, and any book that they forced reading is not fun reading, and I'm pretty strong on that. I think they should put that in. Uh, Forced reading is not fun reading. Sell that to, like, English teachers and put it on the backs of their cars. You know, you got to believe in something. There's a bumper sticker. Bumper sticker's still huge? I don't think so. Uh, old Man in the Sea is pretty cool, man. Old Man in a huge drought, getting booed at the stadium nonstop, hasn't had a hit in, like, 87 games, yet still running him out there. People are saying he's washed up. He's old. You just got to release him. It's not worth the money anymore. He's like, fuck it. And um, it's not baseball. It's fishing. He hasn't caught a fish in 87 games. And they just think he's bad luck. So he's like, all right, I'm going out past the shallows. I'm going into the gulf. I'm going to catch myself a big old fish. I ain't leaving until I catch one. Am I going to ruin the whole story? He hooks one, hooks at one. Gets a big one, and then it gets even worse from there. Uh, a lot of people say it's man versus nature. I don't think it's man versus nature. I think it's... Um, I don't think this. I don't think it's about man versus nature. It is. You know, he is. There are things in nature that like get him, but I think it's. You know, everyone's trying to survive and defeat decline. Him. The fishes, the sharks. So I don't think it's man versus nature. I think it's uh, man and nature versus themselves. Whoa. 
well, fucking cloud of smoke. This guy is holding his head in the cloud of smoke. The old man in the sea. Ernest Hemingway only wrote standing up. Did you guys know that? Couldn't write sitting down at a desk. He had stand at his dresser and, and type standing up. He was a vertical writer. Vertical writer. I'm a, I guess it's not horizontal when you sit. I don't know what it is. Anyway, Old Man in the Sea, go check it out. I mean, not much else to say about that. Everyone knows about that. Uh, 9.38, do a little bit of a Q&A. Make sure I don't blow out your ears. Old Man in the Sea, Ernest Hemingway. I like Ernest Hemingway. Besides to have and to have not. Don't read that one. Ugh. And that's all I have to say about that. You know what I want to check? Facebook. Yesterday, we had to get bombarded with bots. Very interesting because there was like uh, 100,000 people watched it yesterday on Facebook, supposedly. Producer Luke was all confused. I was like, that's just bots. Those bots, they got to live somewhere. All those Facebook fake accounts, all those um, fake social farms out in India and Russia, and there's probably some in the U.S. too. You ever seen pictures of those? Like a basement just full of like a thousand phones and they just go around, uh, you know, clicking into live videos and like being active on all of them at once. What would you call it? Like, um, uh, uh, iPhone farm social fake click farms. They're called click farms. You guys ever seen the videos of click farms? I think we got click farmed yesterday on the morning show. I I do. Because we're back to normal now. And it's weird because it's tied to an advertiser. So it's like we can't be like, hey, we got 100,000 views. He's going to be like, what? Uh, doesn't seem right. Yeah, it's not not real. Okay, I'm trying to find like a... A video of the click farm. Click farms. Images. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at this. Whoa. Whoa. Moving everything around for the people that have never heard of click farms. Da 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 da. Um, click farms, click farms. What the hell? Here you go. You see? Just walls of phones, and you can pay them. People do this on podcasts. They pay Click Farms to just leave a ton of reviews. There's one podcast network out there that's always in the top percent. I forget what the name of it was. It was like it's something to do with fitness, and they have a whole network, and they just 100% game the system because they don't get any interaction or engagement. They just pay these Click Farms to leave reviews and, and boost it. Look at that. Shit's nuts. And sometimes they got to do things that aren't even being paid for just to make sure they still seem legitimate. So I think we got clicked for them yesterday on Facebook. What a mess. You know, hey, maybe this is the same as the, uh, the vape cemetery idea I had. Could be. People just trying to get money. No one cares about how. What's going on in YouTube? 
Oh, he's rabbit holing. I think Jill says I was rabbit holing. I'm not. All right, Jill, there was a suggestion up top. Was it a title? Today's show feels like I'm watching sideways. Am I sideways? Did you see Syndergaard's tweet? Did he have an... The one where he... Um, the one where he talked... He added me? I retweeted that one. Did he do it like a different one? Or That was a couple days ago, right? Noah Syndergaard. Oh, that's still his last tweet. So that's probably... Yeah, I saw that. I retweeted it. I appreciate the audio not, audio not smacking me in the face. Yeah, me too, man. Told you. No one was happy about that. No one. Um, that's how loud it should be. Yeah, you know. Yeah, my bad. Bumper sticker is about to make a huge comeback, says Kyle. That'd be cool. What was my bumper sticker? Forced reading is not fun reading. <laughs> if you saw that, you'd be like, who the hell is driving that car? Is 65-year-old English teacher is what you guess. Have you read Full Count yet, Jimmy? Yeah, we did. And then we, we had Jack Curry on uh, Talking Yanks to talk about Full Count, his book with David Cohn. It's a good book. Very insightful. I have to start a new book. We all clapped for me. I started when I finished my last book. I got to start. I have two more that I'm in the middle of. Should I just finish those? What do you think? I'll let you guys decide right now. Should I finish Rebel Yell, the story of um, Civil War and uh, Stonewall Jackson? Jackson. Should I finish? Should I finish Undaunted Courage, the story of Lewis and Clark's expedition? Or should I start a new book? Oh, you want dog update? Duke, Teddy Bear Duke. Uh, he's good. Duke's is good. Energetic. He slept on the bed with us for the first time, which Katie was very excited about. Uh, I needed to piss on the bed, and he didn't wake us up. So, yeah. Teddy bear should be in a dumpster. My dog? He'd probably love it, man, if there's a lot of food in there. Walking the streets of New York City just fucking loves eating all the garbage and sniffing everything. So, I don't know if you meant that as an insult, but I think my dog would enjoy being in a dumpster for a little bit. For a little bit. Finish uh, Stonewall Jackson book. One suggestion. Oh. Oh, oh. We oh, the teddy bear is the, the bear that my dog, um, we think, uh, humped. That's who you're asking. But that's who should be the numbers. We call Dukes a teddy bear because he looks like a little teddy bear. So I thought I was very confused there. Um, the sloth is still in good shape. He still likes He still likes chewing the sloth. It's a little teddy sloth. I get it. I thought you were talking. I thought uh, thought you were talking. I thought teddy bear was the dog because he looks like a teddy bear. It's the most common thing we get when we walk around. Oh, he looks like a little teddy bear. Um. All right, I'm out. Gotta go. See you later. Thanks for hanging out with me. Appreciate you. Gonna be listening to the band on the way out. Thanks. Thanks to Yes Please Coffee, sponsoring the show, keeping it going. Loneliest kind of day. Over by the Bye, guys.
Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.